You're listening to the 405 Exchange Podcast. My name is Ken Grandpierre, and today's episode is with Oxymorons. Part of me feels like I should warn you, listener, of how this will undoubtedly be the most unapologetically black conversation that we've ever had on this podcast. And I hope you're smirking from hearing that, because I can promise you that listening to this episode is almost as much fun as it was being part of it. The Oxymorons are a local group that both give all the fucks and none of the fucks at the same time. The crux of this talk is about how rap is the new rock and roll, but more importantly, it's also about why there doesn't need to even be a new rock and roll. This is the 405 Exchange with Oxymorons. Enjoy. Drink, smoke, do all the things that you like. So we're sat here in the studio, and right before I hit the recorder, I was like hearing like a track you guys were working on. I was like, mm-hmm. what was cool about watching you guys reacting to it is like you're all pretty much vibing to your own music. I think it's amazing seeing that because it's like sometimes you'd be in studios and people kind of be like pretty stoic, but you guys really feel your music. Like, how's that? What's that like for you? I feel like that's the only way to create music is to feel the music. If you don't feel it, then what the hell are you doing it for? Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's. It's, being like that is like having a long distant relationship forever if you can never touch the person you know you know what I mean I speak very metaphorical I'm sorry no go for but it like I need to touch and feel the music I need to like be there with the music I feel like when you express you need the feeling you know what I mean? tell me when you're like in a room like this and you're writing music or recording music what what do you individually feel like what's that like for you particularly amongst each other like what's like I guess I wonder what the alchemy is in the group like what's that like Mm. Wait, what? You, you what? Like, kind of like rephrase the question again. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, what do? How we structure things? You mean? Like, no, like more like the feeling among. Because I think what's really interesting about making music in a group is that you're making it collectively together. I yeah. wonder, like, what that vibe is like. Um, the vibe is. I mean, obviously, this is my brother, my blood brother. Um, when we're like working together or writing songs, it's all, it has. We both have to feel it. Like, I can't just be like, if I really like something, I can have the conversation like, yo, man, I really think this is, like, this is going, like, and it's, it's a relationship. It's like sometimes in your relationship, you, you, you know, you, you give and pull, but we both have to feel it. We both not feeling it, it's not going to go anywhere. It's like, I don't want to be hyped for something and then D's not hyped for something. We yeah. both have to be in the same It's kind of boat. impossible, like, uh, as far as, like, when you're in that creative space, uh, whether it's like even with Jaffe right now, like you just building in general, we we all collectively really like each other and get along with each other. So that vibe is there. And then we all respect each other, like as far as like creative input. Um, like you have to trust the person that you're working with in that kind of way where it's like, that's why he said like, if he if he like, if I don't like something, he's hell bent on it. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Maybe it's just something I'm not hearing, you know? Like even like with some of the newer records, uh, Kid was in a world of like using auto tune and trying different things and like, 
and I'm not super super huge fan of it because his voice regularly is fucking insane so when we started to build that I had to put myself in a space of understanding like oh okay this is why we're doing this how it's connecting who it's connecting with and where is he at because we might be at the same we might be the same creatively all the time but we're not always in the same space with what we're going through in life mm-hmm. and our and our music is real to that our music like is always in that so sometimes I'll be like y'all come like like the record you just hand like uh, Magic like it's a record I came up with and I just had the idea in the mind and we made the reference a while ago and I'll be, he'll run to me like y'all got this record I'll run to him like y'all got this record and he'll be like oh shit that's perfect I wrote something like this or it'll be like oh shit nah I don't know about that record bro and I'll be like nah I'm telling you bro fuck with me on this one <laughs> yeah, and, he'll, like, and all, he'll come to the same thing there's so many records like that like it'd be records and, and sometimes like and that's the cool part about it like sometimes like say he'll shoot a record or vice versa and like at that very moment when he tells me I might not per se hear or feel the vibe where he's getting it and then like two days later we go in the studio he plays and I'm like alright alright let's go you know what I mean now I'm in that zone cause sometimes it's just like anything like sometimes you bring someone something at that very moment they might not see the vision just in case like just right then and there and then you know you play in the studio I'm like alright that's what we gotta do I think at the end of the day we're just trying to make the best song and best product possible so the bass player might lay down the guitar line better than the guitarist if that's what it is and that's what it is it's yeah. whoever can do the best job possible because we Facts. want the and best we, song and we have no egos in here yeah. no one no egos I don't care if anyone else sings a part I don't care about nothing else as long as it comes out great yeah. I really want to jump in into this but before I do I want to in regards to what you guys are describing but I want to go back a little bit and because something that's interesting to me right now is knowing that there's people listening who have no context or basis for who you guys are which is pretty exciting (laughs) so I want to like go back and start like to the beginning how did this project start for you guys shit well this project in general um gateway drug is more like uh we spent so much time touring the country and um through those experiences we have fans like one fan would be like, oh, I'm a rockhead, I don't really listen to hip-hop, but I fucks with y'all, and they'll start to give hip-hop a chance. And then you got uh, hip-hop guys who don't really fuck with rock music, then hear us, and be like, I fuck with y'all, so they'll start to give rock a chance. So we're something like the gateway drug of like testing and trying new music and trying, like living outside of your boundaries and doing what you have to do. So in that premise and hearing that, when you are in, when you go through f- fucking 48 states and you're consistently hearing the same thing, you start to be like, oh, hey, there's something here, you know? Um, outside of other than like challenging what how whitewashed rock has become uh that's one of the things that triggered this project also as far as gateway drug like being in a space of saying hey um we're going to create something that across the board people can listen to no matter what genre is per se your preference but you it's going to that's why the rule is it's like it's not about egos it's not about anything it's about if it feels good and it sounds good then it is good and that's that's pretty much how we do everything so when it was coming to get to this project that's all we did that's all we thought about like at one point we were making we were like well what the fuck would happen if pink floyd decided they wanted to make trap music and yo so we started that's how that process kind of started and then it just keeps evolving and it kept evolving to the point where we kind of like you know what let's really paint our story and give and give the world our story so they can understand us to the to the max and once we focused on that everything started flowing it's interesting hearing you say that last bit though because i feel like you the way you described that just now it almost sounds like that element came a little bit after in terms of presenting your story like would you say that was like something you guys had to realize amongst yourselves Um, that your story is something you wanted to share with uh, people yeah because for us like we paint 
it's been layers of stuff over with us. Like we've been at it for a bit. Um, we've grown and uh, the elevation of what we've done is so there. So we we oh, we we figured that this project like like yo we have to tell our story. Like um, before you can have a project full of hit records. Like you can have a project, but that's not telling your story. You can have full like you can have a project full of just ambiotic sound that's still not telling your story. What we finally realized and what finally hit was like oh shit. Not only do we need to make a great music, but the music has to say who we are it has to tell that story so people can organically really connect with you instead of just uh, a project of a bunch of hot records yeah you know i love the fact that you guys call yourself a band because i think it's clear that it's very important that word is used in describing you like you don't want to be described <laughs> as like a gang or a crew or like just uh whatever you want to be described as a band i wonder for you like for all of you it's like when you hear the word band what does that evoke in you um musicality um it's just it just it separates us from the pack because the thing is it's like yeah we're a group of guys but we're not just a group there's fucking groups outcast was a group they weren't a band um it's very very different where it's like uh, even like nerd they're a group they're, they're they're more associated with the band space because of the sound but they're more so a group than an actual band like the roots are a band you don't you know you don't dudes just don't be like oh you know the group the roots they never say that and they play live instruments and, and they get in and that's how they build it's for, for me as, for, as far as like maybe maybe a pinch with NARD with that when it comes to as far as the vision goes um I think they, they I guess it can be considered a band I, I guess considered a band is the fact that obviously Ch uh, Chad makes uh he plays the music goes on stage and plays the music as, as well and Shay does a little bit of uh percussion um because then that'll be the same thing as, as 21 pilots only like two dudes but yeah and they're considered a band a band so i, I, you know, I guess i would consider them a band. yeah it wasn't the thing is with that it's big just to get to the point of your question it's mm -hmm. big for us to be called a band also not only that because urban people or black people since i can all have to be censored in this shit um <laughs> black people are always pushed out of the conversation in that kind of a way when it's when it's a when it's a, a band um it feels like a word that's not allowed to be no, applicable. Exactly. Like, totally. like, like you don't get to be what? applicable. Like, it and I don't know where the fuck that came from because the majority of these genres we created. So like the whole not, the whole notion of that, they we still get it to this day. Like we'll put in, we'll send in a fucking tech writer and then the the sound guy will get to the venue and he'll be like, Oh shit, you guys are a band? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like did you not read the tech writer? Did but you it's like a bill hip hop on Yeah, so but it's a bill it's, yeah, it's a mic. There you go. I see oxymorons, all right. All right, yeah, oxymorons, hip hop. Oh shit, nah, this is DJ and the mic, nigga, we good. And they're like, nah, dude. Guys had to have had to be like, oh shit, they have to fix a whole different setup because we walking in with a full fucking man. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? That's so, hilarious. And it it kind of reminds me of like um, when, like, uh, the, I mean, it's a totally different context, but it's almost like the situations where like female musicians go to venues and like the stage, like pe the crew people there at the venue think it's like, oh, you're like the person's girlfriend or like some of yeah, like, like, no, yeah. actually a musician. Yeah, no. and that's the shit. Like, we don't get that. Like. As far as if you're first of all we rap we sing there's a bunch of elements where we make music and that's what we do and of course we rap i would never like i hate the people who be like oh i'm not a rapper no nigga, i rap like that's it's, it's a fucking art form it's fucking uh, an art form that most people can't do well but <laughs> at the end of the day so. yeah but at the end of the day we i harp on that i always say that when we get a write-up and somebody be like oh the group like no the band because guess what it's 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 six guys that collectively make what you're seeing um whether they're playing 
playing a role in the studio, whether they're playing a role in the live space, everything we do collectively is a band. That's just what it is. I mean, you talked about the experience after the fact and like, you know, what you experience on the road and what you experience at places, but I want, I'm curious, the word band, when do you feel like that was a word that meant something to you? Or when did you realize that being in a band is something you wanted? Um, I mean, growing up, we always loved, we loved tons of millions of bands, you know what I mean? Besides hip-hop groups and stuff like that, or just hip-hop artists, or any type of form of artist all around. We, we love bands. Um, when we started making our music, we just had the instrumentation in it. Like before there was like a guitar and stuff like that. We, just, DJ. we had a DJ and that was it, but we still had like guitar sounds and all, all that stuff in it. And it was only right to actually have it, people who play it, you know, especially if we're in a, in a live setting. So. And the energy with our show also, like we're raging. Yeah. You can't really, like it. <laughs> there was always pieces that, that, like, cause it was like, for in the beginning it was just DJ, but it was always, we always wanted it to be a band. We always yeah. wanted to evolve into that, but that's something you had to learn because we weren't doing something that was conventional we weren't we don't make something that's like oh your typical band because even your typical band setup is very different from ours you yeah. know whereas uh, we we were paving our own way and doing something that no one else has really done in this kind of way so it took us for us to learn the layers and how to apply the layers to make sure everything sounded right because at one point we even had a band and the DJ was still there and then we eliminated the DJ completely and now just Javi got added in like we knew we learned from how difficult it is to have Ableton running run track and then our, our lead guitarist is doing one thing. So we're like, oh, we need two guitars. Boom, let's go, let's throw that in now. It's like adding all those pieces, just it just shows the growth. So when it comes to like the word band being important to us, it's important to us because it's part of the music, point blank, period. Like when you hear us, you don't think, there's no way you hear us and be like, oh, they're a hip hop artist. Like a regular, like like you have to, if you hear the elements of our music from triple pedals to clashes to all types of, you don't know, like, oh shit, this has to be a band. So it's like, if you don't say band, it's like, did you really listen to the music? No. <laughs> did you really listen to the music? Or are you just uh, putting us in a box because we're black? Because how we yeah. been white kids when people often hear our music and then be like, oh shit, they're black? We hear that I a mean, lot. I mean, that happens. Even like uh, artists that was under Star Trek, Kenna, I remember like cause he, he would never show his face. He would just yeah. like put his music out there, all his music videos. Like, one, one yo, movie. by the way, respect. That's one of my favorite artists of all yo, time. Yo, can't, can't see my face is one of the best records <laughs> ever, man. dude. That album. Kenna, is, for people listening, there's a dude named Ken who has an album. Uh, is it can't see my face? Let them see my face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Face. make sure they see my face. Make sure yes, they see your face. Make sure because Pharrell actually hit him up and was like, yo, this album. Make sure you see your face. He was like, I'm gonna name that my album. That album was revolutionary. Yeah, dude, but but people were the albums that he put out before that, like. Like, there's one cool music video he did. The whole video was showed feet, and it, it painted a whole story. So no one, and he would do like little cameos of like, like the guy walked past a, a newsstand, yeah. and it was Kenna, but he had his face covered, so you couldn't really see yeah. his face. But like during that time period, he would go to the venues to go perform, and he get there, and they're like. Like they're like the security's like no you can't get. In. He's like I'm Kenna. Like no you're not Kenna. Some white dude because he Listen makes to the sounds different music. So they're like nah you ain't you can't be Kenna. Get out of here. He's like <laughs> like no I'm Kenna. Like, basically, basically you ain't Kenna. Niggas don't make that kind of music. Yeah, <laughs> and which, is, which is terrible. And we get the like same the shit. Like yeah. people yeah. be like huh that's y'all what yeah and they'll like the music but they are literally blown away that black kids in this generation and this net and this day can do that. Even when they see us live, it's like, oh my god! I'm like, bro, like, it goes, it goes. We do that, this. That, that that stereotype is like, it's so messed up with everything. From like when I was growing up, from like 
skateboarding. It's like you can't do that. It's like so even like like yeah, like even like it's like even if you play video games, you only can play sports video yeah, games. Yeah. You can't. I, I was playing Final Fantasy. I'm sorry, I wasn't only playing 2K. Thanks. I play. I played everything. I watch anime. Like it's like you can't do certain those things. Yeah. But it's, like, it's, it's it's weird and backwards. Um, but. But things, the things that we want to do is like kind of just break all those walls and be like, Yo, just be yourself. Exactly. And be yourself and like what you like and do what you do. You know? It's interesting how that, because I find myself thinking about this quite a bit, particularly that aspect of being yourself, especially within society or within our world, our, our Western American world. It's so interesting how in a weird way, it's something that you hear promoted everywhere, but to actually do it, to actually apply it, it's like a statement. Yeah, exactly. It, it's so oh, wild to everybody. is always like, be yourself, be yourself be yourself but when you actually be yourself there's so much pushback on it people say like oh man i'm doing this you know i want to be different the problem that that line fights the line be yourself which is so weird yeah. Cause being yep. different, it's like I want to be different. So people are going out their way to try to do some other shit. It's so like, then you're not being yourself. Just be yourself and that's already different. Cause there's no other you, yeah. and that's the key to the whole shit. And, but people are trying to like do a bunch of extra shit be, to to like fit in. It's weird as that. Right now, it's actually cool to be different. Like, which is weird because what? What does that fucking even mean? Like, cool to be different. <laughs> be yourself, you'll be different. Yeah. I, I've been fortunate in my life to be with around a lot of bands throughout the years, and what really intrigues me with your band specifically is that there's a lot of members and I mean people say this almost like a cliche but it's true like when you have several people in a room or a bus or a venue or anything it is multiple personalities what is it like putting it all together for your group because that's very interesting to me <laughs> band, band dynamic I would say by far is the most difficult thing in the world um <laughs> Creatively, it works because we figured it out. Like I said, like a lot of the times we'll build shells and we work on music. Um, we haven't had a session yet where every fucking member was at the session. That's just chaos because right. there's difference of opinion. There's a lot of shit you learn. Like I said, you learn the formula how it works. It'd be like if we're piecing a song together, sometimes it'll just be me and Ked. And then oh, like today specifically, Joffy came. Like it was there was a reason for that. Everything is strategic in that kind of way because band dynamic is very difficult. Your group text must be. Ridiculous. Bro. <laughs> Are you living with us? <laughs> I recently joined and I'm just like, whoa. Yo, the fuck up. One of the key things with band dynamics, what people don't realize out there yeah. is the difficult thing is like we have a collective goal and then everyone has personal goals. Now you have to juggle and mix that and then personalities, all that shit, all the shit that you think, think about your group of friends. Yeah. Now you're not attached to them for their life career. Like imagine going to work with all your friends, but your job couldn't be done unless collectively all your friends was on the same page. That sounds terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has its moments where it's fucking horrible, but it's yeah, other yeah. moments where it's, it's fucking, it's, 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 amazing. it's a utopia, but it's like, but that's the push and pull. Like, and, and a long time ago, um, uh, the lead singer of a band called Game Rebellion, his name is Netic. Netic is one of the major reasons why uh, Oxys exist. And Netic had told me, like, when you're getting into this band shit, the most, the number one rule and the one thing you have to focus on is band dynamic. Making sure that everyone feels collectively accomplished and individually accomplished. And once that sinks in and it's set that way, and you understand that, like, I have this quote on my phone, and it's something I read whenever I get really frustrated, and it's my thing, when I get frustrated juggling this band shit, it says, uh, to be the mentor of the pack, you gotta be the compassionate servant first. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to understand where it's like um, I'm consistently lowering whatever I might be worried about at the moment to try to like fully understand where you are. Like even if I'm frustrated at one of the band members, or even if I want to chop your fucking head off, I'm like, okay, why do you feel like that? What well, what's going on? Let's 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 figure it out so you can we can get you back in the same space and then we're in the same space. Or sometimes I just like, oh, if I need the van, I might side vent to Javi, I might side vent the kid or whatever it may be. But I get that out and then collectively we get back to what we're doing. When you think about it, it's so crazy hearing you say all that because I mean, I feel you guys must feel this way. It's interesting how there's so many outside contributing factors and experiences just existing as a group that you could have never uh, guessed prior to creating one that ends up being part of your life. No, because especially when you're thinking about creating a group, it's, it's all in your perspective. Yeah, and it's in your, your mind you're like, oh yeah, this gonna be cool. We're gonna be like this, that, that, that. But then you be like, yeah, man, we gonna wear pink shoes. Like, I don't wanna wear pink shoes. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> pink shoes. We all supposed to wear pink shoes. And now you gotta deal with the fact that somebody don't wanna wear pink shoes. Don't wanna wear pink shoes. So you gotta figure that out now with the grand scheme of things. So Shit. what's cool yeah. with us is we can we built a brand from jump that never boxed ourselves into anything. Yeah. So we are ever evolving. No matter what piece is added, no matter what's going on, it's not a shocker because we're not. We do what the fuck we want to do. Um, on your website, right at the top, it states rap is the new rock. And this is something that is definitely the, consens- the consensus amongst music fans and, you know, anyone who's sensible. But I'd love to hear you go into what it means for you to see that paradigm shift the way it has. Um, the paradigm that shifted is great. Um, first and foremost, because hip-hop and rap music does so much, has done so much and has been so underrepresented as far as like respectful, being respected as a genre, so it's awesome to see it to see it soar, but when we talk about rap as a new rock, it's not just the fact that rap is a new rock as far as like popularity now, it's more that rap is a new rock as far as like the rebellious energy. Um, rap and rock have a rebellious energy to them from jump. Um, when you talk about your history of rock, where you're talking your Chuck Berry, you're talking um, your Little Richards, you're talking all these creative guys who created rock and roll, because people tend to leave the roll out of it, but that's where that's where it all originated from. Then you got punk bands like Death, you got punk bands like Pure Hell, you got all those bands like they were under, they created the tones and the sounds and what you like, uh, uh, Bad Brains, all those guys created these things, but it's been so whitewashed where you think that that thing doesn't come back to the black community. So in itself, in general. When and when the overall scope of things, when you when you when you mash that all in, it's very important for us to to, to be in the space and the time and doing what we're doing because it just because with rap being the focal point of so much shit now, everybody has a little bit of urban in them. You know, when you talking about like the uh, the tanning of America, like Steve Stout said, like at this every fucking thing has a little trap undertone, like yeah, pop music, because, white kids just being because like, it's crazy. To what me. it is that now is that that. Uh, black culture is American culture now because before it was like if you, if you like when our parents was coming to I don't know if you're from a different country but came from a country well uh, my to, parents came from uh, Haiti in the 70s and I was raised in um, England when I was a little same kid. here same here we're so, Asian. so it's right. like oh so, shit yeah so you gotta understand like when they're over there so you get it like they're over there they're thinking alright we'll get here white picket fence get a job become a doctor and it's all and it's the structure yeah. now the kids that are over there are looking at it like oh man 
they're not worried they're not they don't care about the button-up shirt now they want to see baggy jeans and like have an in particular swag that's what they care about yeah. it's like the whole urban culture is what's going on like I have a friend that's in australia she called me I, I can't wait to come to new york because uh because asap rocky's like goes to the jewelry store and i just want to see it like and they get excited <laughs> over that before it was yeah. not like that now everything has hip-hop has changed the world yeah. That's the world, and that's and that's a and that's, that's a super plus. That's that been happened, but yeah. now it's now it's like uh, it's it's saying it. It's being said without being said. Yeah, because it's so it's so much. You like you cannot no, say it's not happening. I think it's the opposite. I think it's being said now. It was always happening. Like hip hop has been the strongest genre that kept music alive since mid nineties. Point blank. The right? only thing, uh, the only thing that ever ever outsold it in any fucking space was country music, and we all know why. Um, but I'm talking about now. It's number one. Oh no no no! Like, but that's country, what I mean. No 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 no. I mean, coming. but that's what I mean. It's being said. When I say it's being said, I mean, yeah, niggas is saying hip hop is the best genre. Yeah. We ain't saying that shit. No, 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 no. The white people ain't the white people ain't saying that no, shit. No, the white people is arguing, but it's being projected out there. Like the yeah. fact that you know that hip hop is the number one genre yeah. is because some white person in some big building decided to Talk say it. Yeah, they had yeah. to. They, it's being said because before hip hop has been, like I said, it's been one of the number one genres. It's first of all, the thing is, hip hop surpassed rock. That's no one wanted to say that, but that happened a long time ago. That did, that shit didn't, didn't just happen now. No rock album was going diamond. Like mm -hmm. you. Could go back it just wasn't happening hip-hop albums were going diamond since the early 2000s it just wasn't happening rock was dying and that's fine because every genre has cycles but so now it's being actually spoken out loud and now it's being said so it's, it's really really fun and cool. to add to your point uh i'm gonna like be a little meta right now i'm gonna say a joke right now on this podcast and all of us in this room collective are gonna laugh because it's a very specific joke for black people and there's not gonna be some white people listening are gonna be confused by this joke but uh me and a friend named deshaun he's probably listening hey Deshaun uh he was seeing a girl recently and he brought up um something that we came up with in terms of like when you date you know like white women or like when you deal with white people how to describe them in terms of being like a black person and uh it didn't work out with this girl he was seeing and I asked him like oh what happened it's like uh she was the type of white girl who thinks uh Kendrick's best album is damn and not to pimp a butterfly <laughs> oh yeah, shit yeah, yeah. there we go yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go yeah, yeah, that makes sense yeah. because you just like it's it's, it's, it's funny. It's like for as black as damn is, you know, it's just kind of like well, here's like it's a safe. Little, it's safe yeah. in contrast to a butterfly, which yeah. is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's and that's why and, and that's what I'm talking about the, whole, <laughs> the cultural aspect of everything. It's like it's cool to be black, but you don't really want to be black. Like you just want to pick and pluck at the things that you like about the culture. You want to absorb it, but you don't want to share in some of the pain. You don't want to share in some of the fallacies, and you also don't want to um, attach yourself completely to the stereotypes well, that we man, have to that's, that's not the key thing to it, man. It's like, if you didn't partying with us, man, be there to, you know, to, yeah. to cast the punches, too. That's all we, that's all we care about. Not with, like, once shit goes down, everyone's like, dips out, you know? It happens all the time. And, and that's what I mean about, like, as far as, like, to get back to your question, as far as, like, uh, uh, the whole, um, it being important for us to be doing what we're doing in that space, man. Because because at the end of the day, rap is the new rock. When we say that, it's bigger than just because the genre became one more one. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's about the essence. And when I say rap is the new rock now, at the time when rock was rebellious and breaking boundaries and doing what it was doing, mm -hmm. it was it was being spearheaded by urban, urban guys and oh, black people and also white people. Yeah, but... 
history often has, whenever something hits its peak, it starts to wash out the black creators. It starts to act as if like they they didn't do what they did. Like it wasn't a bunch of white guys making these rhythms up. It wasn't a bunch of white guys shredding a guitar and being different. Elvis didn't fucking do that himself. Let's just be real. And it's okay for him. It's not, I'm, I'm inclusive, but let's just be honest about the history. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, little, let's not be inclusive and erase the fucking history. That's nothing. And then make the kids now like us feel like we don't belong. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Like when I, whenever someone says, oh yeah, I make white people music. I'm like, come on, bro. Please learn your history, bro. But it, it goes, it goes it, it's, it's, it's everything in a nutshell, man. Like, yeah. well, this next question is yeah. gonna kind of like go allow you to go a little bit further in that, and it's a pretty heavy question, but it's something I'm really curious okay. about. Like, yeah, like I'm really curious. Like, what do you feel you've learned about yourself from being in a band that you really feel like you wouldn't have learned otherwise? Damn, that's probably one of the dopest interview questions yeah. I've heard. By the way, that shit's lit. Um, yeah. Thanks, man. Shit, look, we gotta get laid. Cheers, man. Repeat, <laughs> repeat that one more time. Yeah, absolutely. What do you feel you've learned about yourself from being in a band that you wouldn't have learned otherwise? Fuck. That the experience of being in a band specifically made you learn about yourself. Um. Shit. Yeah, I mean it's a real question. You could take like a quick minute and think it over, so don't worry. Well, I mean seconds because people are listening. So it's kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh nah, I would, I would say just like off the cuff, like I guess um, the thing I learned about the most being in a band is um, how there's so much. It's been like I've learned so much about people. And, uh, and, and as far as like myself, I've learned, I've learned how, I don't know, I learned how to be a leader. I mean, going into that quote that you have on your phone, that, I yeah. think that's a good example, because I think what really struck me with that when I heard that, and just the way you read it, it's just, I feel like, re like the fact that you could have that level of compassion, I would imagine that surprises you to some degree. Yeah, oh, because I was a completely different person. Um, in the growth of being a band, I also grew as a person. So every year it was just different layers and um, I'm real with the music that we put out. And it's it's forced me to be, I would say being in a band has forced me to, um, it's a little different because I play sports, so I was, I'm, I'm used to group settings. It just, it's like I said, it, it made me grow to be compassionate in different spaces and just more so um, be a little bit more understanding in everything because you, you got, you got and it, 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 it's it's like be understanding and learn people because you got these guys are like family these guys are like your brothers but they all have different facets of life so they it mimics the kind of shit you deal with when you're on the outside yeah. so like I said when I looked at the average person like for me then and then for me right now at this very moment when I look at the average person or my interactions with the average person is very different because I know like it'd be like uh. Joff, I have something going on that day, maybe his energy would be different. Um, I'm saying Joe or Maddie, their energy would be different and that energy would clash with and at the moment. But I learned that all right now in my everyday life, let's say I'm walking on the train and somebody does some dumb dickhead shit. I'm like, damn, what, what are you going through that makes you need to project that kind of energy? I guess it helps you step back. I think that's one of the biggest things of learning how to deal with people and learning um, how to be okay with that. And learning, and what's wild, the wildest thing I can tell you right now, the band has taught me how to love myself a lot. Really? Yeah, it's taught me how to love myself. It's taught me how to, because you go so hard for it, 
it's kind of like you have a kid, right? You have a kid and you put everything into this kid and it teach you that sometimes you need to step back and take care of yourself in the moment and then come back and give that kid love. So it, it, taught, it taught me balance, yeah. like really, really balancing energies and balancing the type of people you're around. Uh, I think that's the biggest lesson I learned from people. What about you, dude? Um, for me, I had time to think. And like, and, and which ties into what I was saying. Uh, it's, it, I think I learned how to control ego and how to, um, and basically see the strengths of the people, the positive, and to understand the connection between each person that I have, like, that I'm surrounded by. Like, um, I'm about to go into analogy mode again. Like, go for it's it. just like, I'm, uh, I pray and meditate every day. I'm like, uh, every, I view, the way I view the world, I view people, I feel like everyone is a God. If you told me right now, like, I am God, I'd be like, of course you are. Like, I don't have, some people like, might find that very weird or look at it like you, you're full of yourself and that goes back to me the ego part of understanding how to communicate to someone by saying like I might walk around like I'm the flyest person in the world they look at me like oh he's cocky as fuck and that's not what I'm trying to say I'm just trying to I, what, what I'm trying to get at is uh me understanding myself and then going you're the same as, you're the same as, as me yeah you know and um going back to that uh I started to understand me, I've been around my friends all my life and I, and I never realized what pulls the connection between each each friend uh, reading a book I read once how you know Jesus obviously he's Jesus but each 12 apostle was a char characteristic that he had within himself and they talk they speak about how Judas turned his back on Jesus actually what happened was Jesus told Judas to do it because Jesus, Judas had the guts to be like go back and like actually make it happen because he knew this is something that needs to be done, but he told him to do it. Because he would have told Peter, Peter's not, I'm not doing it. He's not going to do it. It's like we know, I know, uh, I know I can have a conversation with something about D. I know I can have a conversation with something about Jaffe. I know I can do the same thing with Matt. And I understand our connections with each other. Uh, like so I before I had tons of friends and I would never understood, I never really analyzed why they're really my friends or what do I like about them and what is the main connection like. Like Maddie, one of our main connections is the fact that we love video games and cartoons and shit. Yeah. You know, and that's what pulls us together. And once I started realizing that, it's like, all right, now, uh, in life, what kind of people I want around me? And what's the energy that I want to pull? So being around the band, it showed me that, and it showed me how to, like I said, communicate. And with that, since I know that, now I know how to communicate with others. And so people won't just, like, take my energy in the wrong way. Yeah. So I always sit back and analyze people the way they move. Because communication to me is, like, key. If you can't communicate, everything else is going to fucking crumble. Yeah. Whether it's physically speaking or not, because it's just like me and my brother be on stage, he could look at me. And I know, I know what to do and not to do. Yeah. Because it's, it's communication is more than just verbal. So like, like, you know what I mean? It's 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 huge to the max. To the max. Frequencies is dope as fuck. I feel people's frequencies, man. Before like, yeah. When a, when a certain person walk in the room, I could just feel your energy. And if your energy's off putting to me, it lets me know how quickly or how far away I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how it's like it's it's so communication is so big and important that it's like. Like, 
you get angrier for text. You gotta think about that shit. It's there's a mechanical no thing. And there's no tone. And you can feel the energy from the fucking test. Like that was attitude. Yeah. How? Was, how? And what's like, funny but you can feel that, that wrong too. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. The crazy part about all of that. So in a nutshell, I guess, I guess <laughs> for all of us, I guess the biggest thing we learned being in the band and you help us decipher that is communication. Yeah. yeah. Communication <laughs> is like the big deal. That's dope. You know, tell me about the video for brunch. Um, that looks like it was absurdly fun to make. Oh nah, yeah. brunch was do- brunch was dope. Um, we found the location in BK. A lot of people think we're like far away, but it's in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> but it's in Brooklyn. We say it looked like it was Connecticut. We didn't even realize it was being filmed. Yeah, we were just, just chilling. chilling. Yeah, yeah. We were just hanging out. Yeah. So is that just like a usual oxymoron's day? Um, our videos aren't. When you watch any of them, if you've seen Asleep, that was a literal party that wasn't set up. Oh no, shit. that wasn't no, no, like wasn't that wasn't like oh everybody came and they knew they didn't even know they were being shot because you get organic shit yeah. when people are on camera people act different when they know they're on camera so the brunch was kind of set up wasn't it not really it, it was, was set up as it was set up like, like we came to the shot yeah we came to the spot we asked our flight and we got to come through. we had we have our, our peoples come through and we bought cereal and and, and, and like eggs and fucking <laughs> for brunch and we, yeah. had, we had a brunch with the homies that's why when he dropped say yo everybody was just chilling and a1 was we love shooting because he's shooting non-stop he doesn't stop shooting so he's catching these candid moments that we didn't even know he was catching so it's like and then the final product is ridiculous and it's so organic like people don't realize he shot that in two and a half hours yeah god damn yeah, dude. Very you, gotta, you gotta like even if, i remember this, this is one scene that i that i love i think it's like near the end of it and i i was like writing on a cup and one of my friends said something and i was like ah he caught it and then like I looked at the camera. But he, I wasn't looking at the camera. camera. I was looking happened. at my friend. You know See? what I mean? Like, See? and that's the and that's the cool part about it that like it goes, that it goes it goes yeah it goes back to even the way we make music just natural feel like it just gotta be that it gotta have that vibe it doesn't have the vibe in it, in it. so brunch just had the vibe and yeah. and they captured the vibe visually that's that's really what it was that's dope you know describe me what an oxymoron's live show is like. Oh shit, that shit is like, that shit is like, you took, you took, you took steroids, <laughs> cocaine, <laughs> Red Bull, and, and, and douse yourself with 17 swag bags. And at one point, you thought about your ex and cried, they came back. And <laughs> Came back. You like bite out. your teeth really hard, and you're like, "No, I'm good though. I'm good, I'm good, good though. though." Yeah, like and you right back into it. It's, One of our favorite shit to tell people: you come to our shows, like you should probably bring an extra t-shirt. Bring an extra yeah. t-shirt. Damn. Don't wear your nice shoes. Yeah. Don't wear. Nice Don't wear. Shoes. I've seen it. Don't wear. All my friends, the you people that do come, like, come off my shoes. They come fresh. It's not don't, you have white, don't wear white sneakers at an oxymoron show. And you, if, if you're gonna be in the front, yeah, definitely don't. If you're gonna be in the pit, don't do that. Don't do that. There'll be there'll be some liquor flying. <laughs> People start dancing. What does it feel crazy. like knowing that you could describe your show that way? That's pretty like that's very specific. The way we just described that. Um. Yeah, we've been doing it for. So how does it? What does it feel? I guess yeah. it feel awesome. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just that's just the. It's always been our. It's our our energy. Yeah, it's always our been energy, our pride. Yeah. Our pride as a, a live show. Everything started for us with the live show. I mean, you're playing uh, the Highline Ballroom soon. Like, what's it feel like knowing that show is on the horizon? Um, that show is like big for us because it's the one of the biggest rooms we've headlined. Um, so, and it's just it's it's our moment right now. Um, we're on the up, we're on the up and up. Things are gradually growing, and they're growing in, in the space where we're like, holy shit! Like, brunch is doing extremely well. Like, smashing the streaming numbers we previous did with the next thing. Go smashing the streaming numbers as far as the video uh, press is going up. Everything, our team is stronger. Everything is stronger. So when we we heading into Highline Ballroom, which is a room we all really, really love. Job hasn't even played.
played it to, mm-hmm. at this capacity, and we're all like, yo, we about to get, it's, 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 it's just that moment for us. It's like, yeah, we fucking lit, like, fuck out of here, highline ballroom, let's do this. It's, yeah. And so it's important, man. It's, just, it's super important, because, like, being on, like I said, being on stage going, like, doing, like, doing a show with us, I can only imagine what, you know, a spectator's like, but it's like, it's like a drug. You know, you get up there, right before we go, we get so excited. It's like going on a school trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm wearing the freshest outfit. It's gonna be so cool when we get on the bus. I'm gonna be sitting next to this girl, and it's like this big thing. And like, when we step on stage, it's like, it's just. All of that releases. All that just releases, and by the time we're done, we're like, damn, can't we do it again? You know what I mean? Get, you get excited for it, and it's. So the 30th is going to be a day for us to just yeah, It's just big for us, man. It's, a, it's an oxymoron moment, man. It's, yeah. a, it's a stamp. It's a staple. Uh, and people say, oh, my God, how I'm ballroom. Like, yeah, we're here. You know, before I let you go, um, even though Brunch is your most recent song, I'd love to know which one of your songs you think people should start with. Because, I mean, it's interesting. Like, you have that ability within this platform in this present moment that you could be like, hey, if you've never heard my project before, go listen to this song. So what's a song that you think jumps out with the oxymorons message uh, well right now because you can't hear from on, on my standpoint you well, can't I know hear you're gonna say green vision i was gonna say that oh because they, they, they can't hear that <laughs> you listen to brunch bro and that's uh, it like yeah, if you want to fuck with us and know where we're going listen to brunch yeah um brunch is the uh, uh, a warm-up the pick depiction of what's going on yeah because they can't Cause like, you, like we said earlier things cultivated into what you're hearing now yeah. but if the closest thing if you want to go back i think um i don't know i think go listen to um go listen to what's my name and go listen to fucking one and one it all so those two records yeah. if you want to listen to old shit those two records that'll be like oh okay, shit it's gonna warm you up to it it'll warm you <laughs> up to what you're about to experience yeah. you know you know something that was interesting when you said about like how you um you call, you tell you tell people they're gods or well I mean like you let people refer to themselves as gods something that struck me with that is um it reminded me of like when Kanye was pr- uh, promoting Jesus and he has that song I am a god and, sure. yeah well he said something that really really has stuck with me then I think he said he said in the Zane Lowe interview mm-hmm. back in like 2014 and like that was years ago but it's really stuck with me he was saying like you know I caught a lot of flack for calling myself a god within that song but I'm sure if, if all those people who are upset if they heard if I said I am a nigger, you're not gonna get mad at me the same way, are you? No, no, yeah. no, yeah. not at all. They wouldn't at all. Yeah. Black people would be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, everybody would be like, "Oh, he called Kanye something. Call him something nigger. Call how you see it." Like, you know, it's amazing. Cool it's like that. that says everything right there. Yeah, it really does. It really, really does, man. To the max. And I, like I say, I feel like everyone should look at themselves that highly. And while you do that, it's a responsibility. So you have to respect up to that. You can't just be like, I'm the greatest and everyone else is shit. It gotta be like, I'm the greatest, I know you're the greatest as well, and us combining together is what creates the most, that's what creates the true God. I feel like God is, is like all of us together as one, and that's why some people could never see that. Once you, 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 you only see glimpse of God when you see unity. Yeah. And once you take away that unity, like you don't, you won't see that. Like we're all walking up. And with the God thing, even with us, it's like yeah. there's dualities to so much things and the spaces and the things that we're doing. So when you think about God, like even why people are like, oh why, why you got the demi in your name? I tell people that all the yeah. time because I, me and kid talk about this because kid, he's he's very like he's out there with the shit. 
shit Like he can't tell you He's got in a fucking moment You know yeah. And I'm more like I'm more susceptible To like my human fallacies <laughs> So I'm a demigod I, I battle with that I, I always say it That's where the demi comes from It comes from demigod It's more yeah, like demi- I have God-like powers And I understand Like I can control frequency I understand all this shit But at sometimes I feel like Yo I ain't shit um, Or sometimes I feel like I fall of this human vice I have I'm, st- I'm a god stuck in this human body So all the things that humans deal with I deal with also Plus these powers So it's a constant push and pull Like holy shit I'm a god but I can't fly Holy shit I'm a god but I can't do this But I'm, I'm limited to I'm not really limited But I, I fall to, to, to human vices and, and the things that humans have to deal with yeah. On a day to day basis So I connect with the human It's like, it's like fucking Thor You know And, that, and we yeah. come to find, find Thor is one of my favorite fucking characters yeah. The reason being is like He's strong beyond belief He is a god He is the kind of a god But he can die He can He can yeah. deal with Everything that's here In this earth. realm You know and, and then going back Like telling, I guess telling the story Even with like your, I, I don't know if you, you, have, you Ever seen this before in life No no yeah But we come out with these The mass The mass Explains uh, Kami and Demi And Kami is Is me where Kami is in Japanese Is Is, is Stands for divine And a, a kami can either Go to heaven Or go down to earth As well And speak to people But at the end of the day It still knows it's here And um It, it knows where it's from And uh Like he's saying like Some people Might not be able to handle Me saying In particular things And if they don't see that vision My thing is I don't get mad If they're mad If they like Don't like it It's like it's fine I I respect everyone's views They're not gonna be Kanye about it No I respect (laughs) everyone's views If I go If I Like like I said I was having a conversation With someone And She I said it And she was like I'm a little bit thrown off By it because It's only one guy I'm like yeah But like even In the book that you're talking about It says like Jesus says that like Yo you are all gods and that's the thing, but you want to like kind of separate yourself from that, like not, nah, like it don't make no sense if he's. That's like saying like, oh, God is my father, but yet you don't have God DNA and you can't call yourself a God. That, that makes no make fucking sense. sense. Yeah, like you, it doesn't. If, mean, if, that doesn't if, if we all come from his rib, if we all come from a piece of God, you are a God. Exactly. You just have to realize that. You got to see yourself. for yourself. You don't say that. It's all good. And that's because God has been uh, explained as this. Entity that controls over all and is powers over all. When in all actuality, you're a god because God is in you. That's just who you are. Every single person is a god of their own universe, and you have to realize we're all in this universe. And I always give this analogy because think about it. Even this very room, we're all in the studio room, right? Every single person in here, um, same room, same time, but we all have a different experience. We all have a different viewpoint of that room The very same room at the very same time But what you're feeling, what I'm feeling Everything is fucking different That's because that's your universe And we're all in our own little universes And like he said, we combine it And when that shit combines And it combines on some like We're all in one, we're all unity That's that's the all seeing And that's, you know, God All of our minds moving It's like the universe itself We're like our own planet You know what I mean? And so so then when you like To even bring it to the oxymoron more on show is like that's what you see yeah there's six gods in unity on stage exactly point blank period and and we all know that we control frequency and vibration yeah. and on that note oxymorons it's been real thanks yeah, yeah. appreciate it yeah. nah, appreciate yeah. you brother great conversation great conversation